Jed and Haley Show, supporting Blackpool Grand Theatre. So, Jed and Haley podcast for uh, another week. Uh, what a what a strange week. So last <clears throat> last time we recorded, um, we were all tickety boo, and mm-hmm. now we are recording. Um, Russia have invaded Ukraine um, mm. on the day that we technically have finished the pandemic. Just a bizarre. Do you know what I mean when you think about it, you think how the world can change within seven days? Yeah, and do you know what I also think's bizarre is like looking back in my life that, and thinking about news and major events. One of the things that really stands out in my mind is I can remember being at primary school. No, I wasn't at primary school. I remember being at high school rather early in high school when Margaret Thatcher resigned, and I remember mm. all the teachers talking about it because I don't know how the, the staff found out, but it was the talk of the school that Mrs. Thatcher had resigned. She was going, and everyone was talking about it. Um, and you know, like major, major news events that you remember. Like I remember the uh, the, the the first Gulf War. I remember that, and yeah. uh, you know, nine eleven and the death of, of the Princess of Wales. And the certain news stories. You get to twenty twenty and the pandemic, and then we're straight into. Well, I was listening to the radio today, and there were t- there were some people who've already dubbed it World War Three, and it's a bit like the poor poor children of the future trying to dissect this time in the future is going to be horrendous i i agree i mean it's you know they're already asking questions um and i suppose the thing is is that when you look back at i suppose major war events the uk have really been involved with um I talk about Falklands, Gulf War. Mm, mm. I mean, there is obviously there is there will be others. I've completely forgotten. People remind me, but I'm just thinking of like where social media has played big impacts, where we consume everybody, and 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 it's terrible as as well because there's a lot of false stuff. You know, they're the oh, like that yeah, didn't yeah. happen or no, that didn't happen, and you know, sort of made up things. I've seen bloody simulators, you know, going oh look at these, they shot down loads of Russian mm. planes. And uh, it was just a game, you know what I mean? I mean? But it looks so realistic, obviously. And you're like, why me, you know? And they're like, yeah, this is on Air Simulator or something. You're just like, oh, I wish it... So it's it's very difficult, but then it's so in our face all the time about what's going on. So obviously, you know, and I don't think I've ever ha- seen that or had that where, you know, we're, we're te- we are teetering on the brink. And I remember Boris the other day being in a press conference a woman asking the questions and he's just like we can't send planes because then we are part of the combat in russia and obviously part of the nato thing they're not allowed to do that but they can send so that everyone's stuck in this i I don't know about you but it's It's a weird limbo isn't it yeah it it feels as though we're like we're like on an edge and if we lean over Mm. too much we are in a war but then everyone's going to be in it and if we and if and we're holding back to try and not i suppose not you know let Russia and Ukraine deal with this and more countries aren't involved, but then at the same time just try, try as quickly as possible to help Ukrainians out and maybe get some sort of uh, discussions of peace and stop ceasefire and all that sort of stuff mm. so it feels weird, doesn't it? It feels a really weird yeah, time. and the other thing is that. I don't know how you've been with Gracie, but with Freddie, I've tried to be really 
um, vague. So the other morning when he was getting ready for school, he'd been watching whatever he has, and then as I've turned it off, whatever it was, Netflix or whatever, as I've turned it off, the, the news has sprung on, and I, we weren't really watching it. But you know when it's on, and I'm like, mm. get your shoes on, come on, da da da. And he went, oh, mummy, that's a big traffic jam. Yeah. And it was, of course, all the people fleeing mm. Kiev. So I was like, oh, it is, yeah. He was like, where are they going? And I thought, oh, here we go. This is not what you need when we're like on the brink of being late for school. Mm. I was like, well, they're, they're, leaving the, they're leaving the city. And he went, oh, is there an alien invasion? <laughs> and I just went, Yes, a sort of an alien invasion and just left it. I thought, I'm not opening that can of worms. And since then, when we talked about it, it's you know, playground chit-chat and stuff, and he's mentioned, oh, yeah, the, the Russia, and he's mentioned war, and I've sort of tried to... The, the spin I've tried to put on it is that... <laughs> tried to say, well, you know, um, this this person that, that, that rules the country is called... Uh, Putin, uh, and we and we say poo like in a tin. So um, he says, right, okay. So he gets Putin, mm-hmm. and I said he's trying to take over this country that that he thinks belongs to to him and his country. But what I'm trying to desperately do is not tar all the Russians with the Putin stain of dictatorship. Mm. So I'm trying to just sort of. I don't know what the word is, saying they're really good, they're nice people and and they don't want to be doing this, but because their person in charge is making them do this, I'm like, flipping it. When you have kids, no one gives you the script for this sort of stuff, like what you're supposed to say. And you can't hide them from it because it's everywhere. You know, just it's like casually in... in, We have the news on, not all the time, but just you sat having your tea and it's on. And even on like magazine shows... It's on. And everywhere you go, even on the radio, on the way, you know, to and from school, it's on. So if you other than living in a bubble, there's nothing you can do about it. It's just so flipping hard. Yeah, we we've been quite lucky, I have to say. Gracie sort of in her sweet innocence lives in her own world, right? So So oh. as long as it's like Gymnastics is on tonight. Swimming's on. Um, we're having a snack. Wednesday. Right, I'm with you. Do you know what I mean? And um, so yeah. I think we're very fortunate. I do know kids in a class. I was speaking to one of the dads and um, like kind of very intuitive about everything, mm. really. Um, yeah, he was like, oh, I find it really difficult because she, you know, she was asking questions about, you know, is it going to come to wars and, you know, and all yeah. that sort of stuff. And, and he was saying the same thing. It's just really difficult on how you breach the subject because I suppose hard you don't want to kind of lie to them but then you don't want to scare them or you know so totally. it's hard isn't it it's very very I think it's very difficult and totally and the other thing is you don't want to demonise you don't want to demonise no. the other side either do you no. like I don't want him to have this opinion that Russians are bad and, and, and I'm yeah. really trying to not yeah because you know a lot of I Russians mean? live among us um, yeah. who, who don't want it and most Russians oh, in the country don't want it, you know? So it's a very difficult situation um, to talk to. So, yeah, I mean, listen, if, if there's any advice on, you know, oh, people we'll that take sort of, yeah, telling the kids and, and it's worked and you think this is great, then please pass it on and we can we can mention it maybe to help others because um, it is a difficult totally. subject. Now, uh, well, let's lighten it up. World Book Day, uh, World Book Week, is it? Oh, or World God. Book Day? We've been no, doing well, a week, Well, I think it's World it? Book Day. Is it? But, but when his, is it? His is tomorrow. Been... His oh. is tomorrow, which is the third. But I think all schools have still... I'm going to Google when it actually is. Oh, we've I been doing a week of it. Charlie at nursery's oh, been going in different bleeding outfits every day. He won't wear it, but... 
but um, there's only one he wore nice. with this lion thing. But every other oh no, I beg your pardon. I, I take it all back. World Book Day is actually tomorrow. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. So there you go. That's when but, Fred's um, school are doing it. But uh, something was quite funny. So um, we were out, and um, my my mum had to come and just sit with Charlie to make you know obviously so because we were out. So I was picking up mm. um, the other kids coming back. Charlie was in the zone, so I'm one. Yeah, I'm dropping in anyway, and then I'll um, mm-hmm. I'll sit with him for 15 minutes. Thanks very much. Perfect. So anyway, she's she's playing like with him and stuff, and she said, "Oh, what a nightmare." I went, "What?" She went, "So you know when you left to go to pick up the girls from school?" I was like, "Yeah." She went, "Well, I was um, playing with Charlie with his Peter Rabbit costume he had in his bag. He got it out of his bag." So she went, I had it on the rabbit thing on my head and he was obviously laughing and stuff. And she went, just as you left, within about a couple of minutes, there was a knock on the door. And she <laughs> said, I just thought it was you. I love right? you. I love you. So mom. I've opened the door and been like, wait, right. <laughs> it was the postman delivering a parcel. <laughs> right? Yes, Pauline. Right, right. So the postman is delivering a parcel. So I can't goes, wait oh, to I'm, tell my mum. Yeah, she goes, oh, I'm, I'm sorry about that. So anyway... So he's gone. Oh, it's a, it's a nice hat. Give him the parcel, <laughs> and then and then he's gone. Can I take a picture? Because you know they take pictures no. of the parcels. Oh my god! So she's gone. Yeah, no worries. And smiled for him. And she and he went. No, no. It's a picture of the parcel. And she's like, oh, sorry, right. <laughs> so thinking, thinking it was taking a picture of her in the in the rabbit. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> yes, that was our World Book Day. Oh, that is ace. <laughs> so, oh, I love your yeah, mum. I said, yeah, that's what they do now oh. with parcels. They have to take pictures of them to kind of, and they send them to you, which is oh. quite nice. But um, just to verify everything, she was like, oh, she went, I've never been so embarrassed in my life. You know, oh I stood there, went for this picture thinking, good. oh, you know, this is a good one for Facebook. This is a customer <laughs> summit. And uh, <laughs> no, the parcel love, I don't, I don't want oh you. Oh, my God. So God. yes, that was she's very good. too much. She's ace. Oh, <laughs> so what? What's um? What's Charlie and, and Gracie going now? So for Fred, his school a bit different this time for whatever reason. I've said, oh, you don't have to go as your favourite literary character. You need to go as a word or be inspired by a word. It's to try and increase their vocabulary. And also, I think they're trying to do that thing of, therefore, you don't have to spend a fortune buying a costume. Yeah, you, know, that's you can a good kind idea. of improvise. And so yeah, I was a bit. Ugh. So I've gone back and forth and back and forth and we couldn't really decide. In the end, Freddie's wearing his wedding suit tomorrow to school. Um, He's also going to wear a lanyard because when he goes, he's bent to it with his daddy over the half term holidays and loved it. Well, no, he's actually going. I've got him a little tie on a string like um, because for the wedding he wore a dicky bow, but a little tie on a string. And he's going as the word business. So uh, he looks. He looks very cool wow. with his uh, with his lanyard on and the suit and stuff. So um, yeah, he said, uh, "Yeah, I'm business, me. Yeah, I'm business." <laughs> so uh, <laughs> he actually looks dead cool. And I'm like, the suit was expensive. It gets another wear out of it because he will have outgrown it within the next within a matter of seriously. It can be hours. Yeah. He'll yeah. have outgrown it. So uh, yeah, that's what we're wearing. It's cost nothing for World Book Day. Absolutely nothing. So uh, what about your two? Well, again, it's been sort of at nursery. They've asked for kind of um, all week. Um, but Charlie's not hes not a dressing-up kid. Do you know what I mean? He's kind of yeah. rough and tumble. He's just not bothered. So um, so we, we've had... 
Uh, luckily, like you say, because of kind of a parents group, it's been like, oh, yeah, we've got one that they've outgrown. Mm. So we've been sharing and stuff like that. But we did buy this Peter Rabbit one that he just doesn't want to wear. So that was a complete <laughs> waste. But anyway, we got some comedy value out of it, which was good. So they didn't nice. say, well, maybe that was obviously a bit of value for money. Um, do you know what I don't know about, Grace? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I've no idea. They don't idea. all do it, to be fair. I no don't idea. always do it. But um, I think, do you know, I was looking Mm. into it and World Book Day wasn't a thing when we were kids. And I think it's a real, real shame Mm. because I'm desperate for Freddie to be into books um just because i think now kids just have everything given to them and learning to read is just a super skill and it's something that i discovered was as i got older i think i just assumed that all grown-ups could read and and of course that's that's really not the case there's there's people who are dyslexic or there's people with issues that mean they can't read but it's such a skill that i just took for granted i think i just took it that everyone could read and so many adults actually can't so i really try my hardest to do lots of reading with freddie he gets a reading book every day from school and every day we read them and they're so dull um but we read them every day um but he has a bedtime story as well so they they're a bit more of a livener we're doing the enid blyton faraway tree uh, at the moment so we're on to our like second faraway tree book and he likes them it gets him kind of in the bedtime zone um but i think world book day is actually one of the good ones you know like i know it's kind of everywhere and people spend a fortune but it's one of the good ones i think anything that encourages um children to pick up a book and Mm. go somewhere else in their imagination is just yeah i agree and also as you say there is some people that yeah, spend lots of money. And do you know what? That I don't have an issue with anything like that. And and I know some people go, oh, you know, why are they spending all this money? Well, I, d- I don't care about that because I think, well, if you've got the money, fine, you can spend it. Because yeah, also, totally. I think on World Book Day, you can improvise and get, totally. like I say, and share. We, you know, we've, like with Charlie, we've shared three of his outfits. Do you know what I mean? Out mm. of the four it will be. So three of them we've literally got for free. Uh, because they would like someone's outgrown that one and that mum had that one and, and he'll be the same. Yeah. So for next year he's got this Peter Rabbit one, someone will need that and it's so there's a lot of yeah, sharing totally. going on. So so uh, you totally. know, I do think there's um you know, hopefully that doesn't be the case of you know, you know, why are you spending all this money? Because I just think like I say, if you if you want to, fine. I don't it's like I don't care. Yeah. Uh, because also yeah, yeah. I think everyone has this really nice shared experience and uh, no one gets yeah. judged or anything like that. So I think it's And they'll nice. remember it when they grow Correct. up. You know, they'll remember well, that the they pictures, went to isn't school it? one year it, it, and it, they were, yeah. It's like the first day at school picture. World Book Day is one of those moments, isn't it? So like mm. tomorrow um, or today, depending on when you're listening, is that you will literally see inundated on Facebook about just kids. And I like, I love it. I think it's great. I, I do. Imagination I like the first day at school yeah. stuff. I'm like, I am all for it. Social media can be a dull and depressing place yeah, to yeah. on world book day it's absolute first class because you're just like where's all my friends double cute kids get all the pictures on there because the world needs it the world needs some light and shade at the moment there's so much darkness and you know I, I've never before watching the ukraine news unfold as i have as anything I can't remember anything upsetting me as much as mm. the news recently has just upset me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just think to have some light in what's been a really dark week. Um, and do you know what the most depressing thing about all of it is, Jed? 
doesn't appear to be finishing. There's there's no sort of like green shoots yet. It all mm. just feels very doom and gloom, doesn't it, on the uh, Ukraine-Russia situation. So a smattering of fancy dress costumes and cute kids is just, I think, what the doctor's going to order for all of us. The Jed and Haley Show. As always, thanks to our friends at Blackpool's Grand Theatre. Now, I have to confess, I've got tickets to see a show coming to the theatre next week. I don't know if I'll have seen it. I probably won't have seen it by the time we record. But I've got tickets because, and I'll give you the backstory very briefly, John let slip recently that he was a massive fan of Dallas. The original. <laughs> really? And the remake. Really? Massive. And I was like... What are you talking about? Anyway, Who is this guy? Um, there is... I've married him. Like, what is this about? Anyway, it turns out that one of the big stars of Dallas, um, he was one of the main characters in it, um, Patrick Duffy, yeah. is appearing at the Grand Theatre next week in Catch Me If You Can. Now, he appears alongside uh, another famous actress called Linda Pearl, who's been in Happy Days and Homeland. And um, they're actually in a relationship in real life, if you will. Right. Um, and uh, I tell you who else is in it, an actor called Gray O'Brien, who was a baddie in Coronation Street. Uh, so the three of them are in it. It's an, uh, an adaptation uh, of a French play called Trap for a Lonely Man. It's done loads of screenplays. You know the Catch Me If You Can, Leonardo DiCaprio? It's based on... Is it that? that so it's another version of, yeah. Oh, that's one so, of my favourite films, yeah. you know. Well get there honestly i love a play and i don't get to see plays that often because i certainly always go oh i love a musical and oh i love you know i love taking freddie to stuff that's for kids and it's rare and even john said actually it's been ages since we went to see just the play you know where you just mm. go in and sit and watch actors at the top of their game do their thing that just take you somewhere else and i love that when you go and watch a good play you just you forget all your worries you know like you just sit and watch agree. Get it's some so powerful. I love it. Mm. It's ace, and they do good brews. At the grand. I love going getting on the. I love going and getting a brew and a biscuit, and I just I enjoy the whole evening. It's always brilliant, um, and yeah, it's a, a Bill Kenwright production, and it's on next week. It opens on the seventh. I think it runs right through to the weekend. Actually, um, yeah, it runs through until the Saturday. There's audio described performances. It just looks amazing and uh, yeah you know we're talking like Patrick Duffy's a world class star um, and yeah he is at the Grand next week and like you say if you're a fan of the um, when are you going fan, I think we're going on the Thursday it's only night we get a babysitting voucher on a right. Thursday so going on let me get it yeah we're going on the 10th because right. um, yeah it's the only night we get a babysitting chitty as it were yeah I, I think I'm going to go to this um, yeah, because because um, you've told me it's um, the sort of the like like the basically the film um, that is one mm. of my favourite films of all time. Uh, one of those films is that you it? know you can watch. I just watch when it's on. You just, you can watch it again and it's still mm. good and enjoyable. Um, so I'm going. I'm going to. I am going to go and watch this. Weirdly, oh, amazing. We, weirdly, um, it's Claire's birthday tomorrow. The third of March. So, um, and she's a massive fan of Legally Blonde. When it was last at the Grand, we were there to watch it. But it's, I think, I there's a bit of a uh, an amateur Legally yes, Blonde. Yes, there is on her birthday. It's at the uh, at the uh, Lowther. So we're actually going to see that tomorrow. 
um, oh, just because nice. she loved that show. She played. Um, she does. Who did you, who she came. The... She came as that on my birthday. Yeah, didn't she, well, when she I played. Who was the? Who's the main character? In it? She played that. Reese Witherspoon? Yes. Yeah, oh, did she? Yeah, oh. So that's where she's like, oh, love it. She absolutely knows all the words, knows all the songs, mm. you know, and all that. And mm. what Sheridan in West End with, she absolutely loves it. So, oh, as I write for birthdays, we'll go out for tea and then we'll watch that. But um, th- this, this is my, this is right up my street. So I think. It's just different, I though, be, Jed. Yes, just different. Yeah, I think I will also see this so we can maybe compare Ooh, I'll notes. See you there. On the, yeah, um, no, definitely. Yes. Good, right. Uh, so by the way, I should say, yes, uh, head over to their website. Uh, as I say, it opens on Monday. Head over to blackpoolground.co.uk. It's time for Story of the Week. Okay, so this week's story, Jed, there's, there is a bit of a theme and it isn't husband bashing, I promise. <laughs> but listen to this for a story because it's. I just want your opinion. So a woman was looking forward to having all her friends over for a girls' night in things were getting a bit emotional and as they were getting a little bit emotional because essentially what happened in the beginning of the story was um she's trying to plan this girl's night in her husband sort of says um well can you not go to a hotel instead of something she went well no we can't really afford it actually i think this was in america um so she said you're gonna have to go out or something for the night and he said well no can i not can i not stay and she's like no you're not really getting the girl's night in vibe (laughs) um anyway so he's a bit cheesed off he goes out anyway lot of heavy venting, she says, involved. At some point, she said, things get a bit emotionally charged. There was a little bit of crying going on, which does sometimes happen. I think if sometimes if you mix a girly group with wine and there's yeah, lots yeah. can go on. Um, you know, they, they brought some food. Uh, anyway, uh, she went to turn on the TV and she spotted a small recording device tucked oh, no. on the side <laughs> of the TV. She found what it was. She said she was in disbelief that it was deliberately placed to try and listen to their private conversation. She uh, chose not to hide the device from her friends. She openly showed it to them before ringing her husband and demanding he came home. And then in full view of her friendship group, demanded to know why they were he you know why he was recording it and his defense was he wanted to make sure that they weren't talking him down specifically um and then the event was cut short and the girls left so <laughs> imagine being so, a guest and sort of head down walking out the door going bye <laughs> delete delete <laughs> delete the chat delete that goodness me that's do you know what i mean cuz cuz girls nights i think certainly John does either go out or make himself scarce and vice versa. You know, like, so we go to other girlfriends' houses and generally, mm. like, you know, one of my friends will say, oh, my husband will just go and put a film on or we'll go on the computer yeah, or whatever yeah. or play a game or whatever or go to bed. But I, I've never stopped to consider that John might ever actually eavesdrop or give a toss what we were even talking about. So my my train of thought is this girls will talk about their relationships their fellas gossip of course town gossip whatever's mm-hmm. going on um mm-hmm. it, it always amazes me because sometimes it's like uh, say we'll meet up with friends right yeah like, like a bloke's night and mm-hmm. uh i'll come out and claire will go oh did you uh find out uh, what's been going on i'm like no no what she's like do you what do you talk about on a night? Yeah. I'm like, well, just we just mess about really, and we talk a bit about yeah. football maybe, and a bit. She's like, mm. so you didn't ask them like how the holiday was, for example, or how the family are. Yeah. Like, 
no, no, we didn't really, to be honest. Yeah. No, we didn't really That's... ask any of that. And it's, it, yeah. it, isn't it weird? But I'm just like, yeah. no, I, I, no, I didn't. And I remember once she was like, oh, did you ask about like this, the, this job situation? Because I remember it being a bit of a nightmare. I was like, no, no. She went, how <laughs> could you not ask about that? That was like the biggest discussion point yeah. ever. I was like, it just didn't crop up in the five hours we were yeah, out. Yeah, it's it is. Men are different to women totally. in these situations, and it's a bit like I can't explain how much better I feel when I've been in my girlfriend's company. Yeah. So, in my one of my specific group of girlfriends, we also have rules on discussion. Oh. So if you've got a bit of like gossip or whatever you immediately table that for breaking news you, you've got a top story <laughs> that you can't just because one of our friends who shall remain nameless who does listen to the podcast she basically we'd all been together and we're all just like we're wrapping up we're leaving where i don't even know where we were like a coffee shop or a meal or whatever so say we're just finishing the dregs of the wine the cab's on order and she just dropped a massive and i was like why are you dropping breaking news we need to discuss now so now we have a very strict right. policy on breaking news because there's tittle tattle in there that doesn't yeah. really matter that you can well, go actual you are. breaking news yeah. but actual yeah mm. she was very sternly spoken to she's never done it since <laughs> good, um, on him. good on him but no but I'm, yeah women and men gossip and talk and communicate in totally different ways they totally do and um yeah, so I I think it's actually I wouldn't want I would want to listen into it. Yeah, I think John would be bored. Just because, well, it's more sort of I think that's healthy for girls to get together. You know, there's some girls that will really have a rant of the husband or fella or whatever mm. or whoever mm. they're with and be like, oh, he's this, that, and the other. Some will be like, oh, mine's fantastic. What you know, and I think that's quite mm. healthy. Because then, you know, you can get on a dummy venting and, and actually someone said yeah. about a certain situation there and you go, actually, mine's mm. not as bad. And, you know, so mm. I think that's a good yeah, thing. Um, totally. Also, you, you, I don't doubt you think like, oh, did you watch them on the telly the other day? Doesn't he look mm. great? Uh, oh, yeah, whatever. Mm. And I think there's I think there's a certain point where I think that's all healthy, all good. Um, lots of gossiping going on, but I think that's I think that's a good thing, and I, I would want to, because I think also if, if someone knew that you was a potential like um, you know spy on the thing, then then it, I don't know, it would spoil it. Yeah. You would say what you want to say, yeah. and, and I think that's a bit weird. I just think that's a bit weird. Like, what kind of relationship yeah. are you in that? that you want to spy around and find out what's going yeah. on, who's saying what. Because yeah, also it's like, you know, oh, I'm um, I'm really worried about what you lot are saying about me. Well, you think, well, that's yeah. probably probably because you are a bit of a, a, a loose cannon, yeah. maybe. I don't, you know what mm. I mean? That's kind yeah. of what I would think. If someone's desperate to hear what they say, you probably think, well, your relationship's probably not great anyway. Mm. So, okay. yeah, I, I think so weird. Okay, well, there's another one here, which is, is also one for discussion, again, about husbands. So uh, a woman's gone online for some much-needed advice after getting a bit cheesed off about a husband, um, kind of expecting to make lunch every day. So when the pandemic kicked in, they were both working from home. She works part-time, he works full-time. And she's basically been rustling up lunch for her and her husband 
like every day mm. and now she's got to a point where she, he kind of expects it so she says he works full time works from home most of the time I also work from home but I also do uh, around 10 hours work so it is very much part time that's why I do 90% of the household chores and parenting up until now I've made lunch for us both but I'm beginning to get a bit fed up with having to come up with something to make every day and most of the days that's absolutely fine but some days I'd rather just have a quick piece of toast and get back to work and I think what she's basically trying to say is like how do I break this sort of <laughs> I'm not making I'm not making you dinner I'm just having toast I'm like I don't know if I'm too honest with John I would literally like when I had nothing better to do Jenny in the pandemic so brackets when I was totally unemployed uh, he got weighed on and thought he was like a king he had a club sandwich no wonder we both pile loads of weight on all I did was serving food because I had nothing to do I literally had nothing better to do now yeah I make him a packed lunch every day but he gets basically a ham sandwich or some homemade soup that I've made ages ago and that's it there's no sort of like do you know what I think she should do make some a bit a bit off ordinary I just yeah. um... just because a ham sandwich there knock yourself <sighs> see, out pal see I'm, I'm... See, I'm, I am quite domestic. I pretty much do most of the jobs in the house. Um, mm. Anyway, so I cook most of the time. I put the washing on most of the time. Mm. Put the clothes away most of the time. Um, oh, Jed, come and live I, here. I, come I and live here, my run. mate. Come and runs. live here. I, I, I need a Jed. I do a lot, right? So, um, but I actually, I find it my, um, I don't, weirdly, I just find that that's what we should be doing. We both have our um, yeah. strengths and weaknesses. We both have our splits of things that we do. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, it, it is, I do find sometimes this with men that they, it's like they, if they're the only one working, and um, and say the wife or the partner is, I say, got a part time job, then they go, well, I'm working full time. Do you know what I mean? It's like this. Well, I'm working full time, so of course I expect the house to be this and then mm. and, and I find that mm. a bit, a bit old fashioned, really. I'm like, well, yeah. it's you know what, doing housework and looking, especially looking after kids, is a bleeding nightmare. It's looking yeah. after kids is a hard job. People, yeah. uh, you know, it's 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 a very rewarding job. It's the best job in the world, but it's bleeding hard. And if you can like go to work and just get on with your work, and then and then come out when everything's sorted, I think that's a, a nice position to be in. So those people that do look after kids with so much stress and strain and get everything sorted, mm. that is a tough, tough job. So yeah. um, I do find it a bit old-fashioned, and I like to muck in because I think you know. I think if you try to just lay it all one person, um, I think they soon get fed up. I'll be honest with you. So, um, mm. yeah, but how would you broach the subject that's been going on for a long time? Um, it's tough. I mean, I suppose if you just went up and went, listen, how about you make me some dinner? For, and I mean, maybe that's it. Like yeah. you said, just be dead honest. Go, listen, I'm a bit, can you make dinner twice a week and I'll make it for the rest yes. and just see what happens? He might go, do you know what? Yeah. I will. Um, yeah, I think it's the expectation yeah. thing. You know, you sort of go like, I don't know. Like, I, oh, I'm i a bit pedantic. We plan our meals out in advance pretty much all the time because he works late sometimes yeah. or I'm my work pattern can get a bit all over the place. So 
we're not always in at the same time. So like I went out for tea last week with some of my old workmates who had a great time. And I just said, oh, well, when you pick Freddie up from your mum's, you might as well have tea at your mum's because I'm not, I'm not cooking because I'm going out for tea. Mm. And that was literally it. If it had pulled his face and been a bit like, oh, cheers, I'd have gone, well, there's food in the, there's food in the mm. freezer. I'll defrost you something. There's always casseroles and stuff knocking about. But do you, do you know what I mean? I just think... Why aren't people just a bit more honest? You know, it's just be like... Be honest. No, that no, is mate, the not, moral I'm of not. the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Because otherwise, you're just making a rod for your own back, aren't you? The certain stuff, like, even now, it's six years old, I don't do for Freddie. Like, I won't. I literally... And I'm not being tight, but I have this thing where I'm like, uh, you need to put your wash in the wash basket, or I'm not washing it. So all these clothes on the floor need to go in the wash mm. basket. And he is super domesticated because I don't... I don't know, it's just... And you it should be, them. isn't it? You should I'm just, the same. Yeah, I just won't. I'm like, yeah. these are your these are your dirty pants, mate. I'm yeah. not picking them up. Don't yeah. pick your dad's up. I'm not picking yours up. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's standing in good stead. I'm exactly the same. Clothes on the floor, I'm sorry. Uh, Invisible you, to me. And also, if the clothes on the floor, I hate. Do you know what I hate? Clothes that have been put on the floor, and then you just bang, then you just bung them in the wash because it's like, oh, I'll just go in the wash. It's like, right, is it actually dirty? Or, dirty. You know, oh, do you know what I mean? Because all you're doing is just giving me more jobs. Um, you know, we could to always... wash clean washing. <laughs> yeah, wash, wash clean, clean washing. washing. <laughs> What's the point? So, um, uh. oh yes, I'm. Uh, I'm like, what, what were that? What, what were they called? Um, the um, Kim and Aggie. I'm like, them, oh me. Kim and Aggie. Yeah, I'm like them. Oh, yeah. very good, oh, yeah. very like, good. Yeah, so that's me. But no, be more honest. I think that's the uh, yeah. moral of the story. Yeah. Is it right or is it wrong? So three news stories here. One of these is right, two are wrong. Again, I think I flummoxed you last week, so I've done quite well. You did. Okay, yeah, the you did. In closure for a few weeks. Okay, first story. Mm. Um, in 2020, an Indian man became alarmed when his email was hijacked by a hacker demanding he sent him 10 million rupees or his private details and photos would be leaked upon investigation. The hacker was tracked down to his home address. It was his 11-year-old son. Next story. A 90-year-old Italian woman has broken the world record for push-ups for over 75s after doing, ready for this, 1,015 in one go. She says her days of hauling bags of flour around still helps. And a Belgium ice cream van owner has been dubbed Mr. Grumpy after he changed his traditional chimes to the tune of that of the film Psycho. You know, the... Uh, as he oh, goes right, round yeah. the streets at uh, quite a brisk pace. But, um, yeah, he's got the term of Mr Grumpy. So there you go. Oh, OK. So Mr Grumpy on the ice creams, Ooh. the over a 1,000 push-ups and she's 75. No, she's 90. Swindled. She's 90. Oh. oh, she's 90. So she's 90, but she's broken the world record for push-ups for over 75. So, um, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, it, and then the Indian man, who basically was getting <laughs> blackmailed by his own kid. I mean, that's 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 weird, that. <laughs> but also very, very smart. Mm. A smart child, if not a little weird. Strange. He's got, it was yeah. all his private details and photos. <laughs> his kid's obviously gone into all that. But yeah. God. Oh, that's really hard, Jed. You've yeah. really stumped me. I think all, all three of them. You're getting good at this, which yes. is annoying. Uh, oh, right. I'm going to discount the grumpy Belgian ice cream man. Okay. 
Um, I just don't think he'd sell a lot of ice cream. I just okay. think you need to be a little bit more... You need to know your audience. Mm. And I think you need to be a bit more upbeat. Okay. So even the grumpy ice cream man, unless that was his USP, you know, his unique <laughs> yeah. thing was that he was like, he was here grumpy. he comes. Yeah. He was grumpy. So, yeah, I'm discounting him. So it's between the being blackmailed by your own kid or the push-ups. Oh, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to go for being blackmailed by your own kid because that just yeah. feels really, really... In a world where anything could happen, then why not be blackmailed by your own child? Okay. Well, it is not the Italian woman. Oh, okay. So it's not the push-ups. Mm, the right answer okay. is the Indian man getting uh, hijacked by his own son, <laughs> demanding Just feels plausible. 10 million rupees. He's contacted the police, this fella, going, listen, I, you know, I've got to come clean. I've got a guy that's blackmailing me, 10 million rupees. He's got all my personal details. He's got some really highly oh confidential stuff God. and photos, you know, that are very <gasps> sensitive, very private, you know, of, of all sorts of things. God. Investigators gone, no worries, sir. You know, this does happen in India. We'll look into it and gone, mate, it, it's actually coming from your home address. And then they've gone in. His <laughs> <laughs> son's there. You okay? Oh my <laughs> god, that is mind blowing. So, there you go. So um, yeah, it was so well done. You are in the winners' enclosure yes. finally back ha. in. So uh, yes, well done. We'll have another right or wrong on the next podcast. The Jed and Haley Show. All right then, Jed, what are you watching? Um, well, we're st- we are finishing up now that inventing Anna, which um, I'm really enjoying. So thanks for that. That was a, a decent, Yay. a decent uh, selection on Netflix, and um, I did actually watch the uh, kind of the I can't remember what it's called now. It's on Netflix. It's a bit of an uprising of Ukraine, kind of how it all started, um, sort of in 2014 and stuff. It's a, it's a, it's just an hour and a half long. It's it's one of them. I watched it. This was early on when it all started because I was interested in kind of the backstory of it all. But I think mm-hmm. now would be, you know, we've seen so much of it as we discussed early in the podcast. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably not one to watch now uh, just because we've seen so much. But hey, listen, if you're into history and how this all started, mm. it's there on Netflix. But I have okay. to listen to. I listen to, you know, sometimes we have mentioned podcasts. Yes, um, yes. I listened to today the diary of a CEO with Stephen Bartley, who's the new Dragon's Den guy, and um, it's a very yes. good podcast. Probably it's very CEO. popular. Yeah, 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 it's a very very good podcast. Uh, it's very long form, so um, you know, mm. beware of that. They're not sort of like half an hour series. And then some, what he'll do, he'll take like snippet. He'll take like seven minutes of like sort of episodes and go, this was a good piece, and this, you know, so. Sometimes it's oh, quite okay. hard work sifting through to find actual mm, full interview. Mm. But um, his interview with Matt Hancock is on now. Ooh. So it's just, it's been released. It's, again, it's about an hour and 40. So it's a long interview, but it's about everything. It's about, like, Matt Hancock came to him to do the interview and was like, actually, I've, I do listen to your stuff. I really like your kind of questioning. Um, mm. I don't believe there's an agenda here. I believe you're just genuinely oh, okay. wanting to know the truths and what's been going on. Mm. So, yeah, it's all about that. Basically, it's really interesting on Hancock sort of getting into politics, um, his life under Theresa May when she shuffled everything up, um, how he got into health secretary, kind of how he handled the pandemic and timelines in the pandemic, you know, of 
him oh, sat okay. in these meetings going, do you know what? We 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 knew at this point it was going to be bad, but we didn't know at this point it was going to be... Do you know what I mean? So really interesting yeah. from his point of view from... And it was, it was he was saying like, we had the top scientists, you know, the top, top scientists. Because he said, essentially, everyone thought it was just him making things up and making decisions on a whim. He says, I, I don't. <laughs> We're listening. To, we've got we've got people better than us telling us. Mm. He went, don't get me wrong. We have to make a decision. But we're advised by the best people. And then we have to make mm. that decision uh, based on totally. what we hear. And yeah, some are wrong, some are right. But that's the job you're in. And he said okay. um, it was very, he said it was just, yeah, one big point that I found really interesting was people like Chris Whitty very early on were just like, we are 50-50. This is in February. We're 50-50 whether this is going to peter out or whether this is going to turn into a mass pandemic. And you you know, and you go, Gosh. my God, a month later we were in a mass pandemic. It's just, it, it it's really interesting. And then, of course, he goes into the, you know, hypocrisy of him having an affair mm, and where mm. that all came from and how he felt about that and the situation now. Really good. So it's an hour 40. It's a long listen. Um, but I, I found it really interesting. And it's called Diary of a CEO. It's on every podcast platform. So, um, yeah, do take oh, this. It's good. Yeah, it's a good, good. good listen. Um, I tell you what, I've uh, one of my friends put me onto this and I've really enjoyed it because I've not done a great deal of listening lately. But um, on Spotify, I managed to find the making of a Tinder swindler. So mm. it's essentially the the team, the ladies behind the Tinder Swindler, um, and they uh, do a podcast, which is a, just just way more in depth, essentially of of the of the TV show. So um, yeah, if you've watched it and you enjoyed it, it's definitely worth um, yeah a, a listen without a shadow of a doubt. And I think BBC Sounds have got a good one coming out. Something to do with is it called like a billion dollar swindle or something? They've, they've mm. been advertising it quite heavily on BBC Sounds. It's that and that's going to be one of my next listens without a doubt. This week though, Jed, I've not really watched a great deal of TV. I just haven't had time. I've been working a lot, but I did manage because I'm I'm in that weird situation. I'm waiting for Drive to Survive. I'm waiting yeah. for Bridgerton. So, you know, like, I'm waiting for stuff. So I don't really want to get involved in a new Big thing. Series. Like we watched the yeah. end of Trigger Point. Um, but we did watch and I really enjoyed it. I'm sure it was you that said to watch it. Um, or it might have been one of my friends. Downfall, the case against Boeing. Oh, um, yes, I did last week. Yeah, yeah, good. Wow, mm. wow. I mm. was stunned. Mm. It was one of those, like, movies you watch and you're like, get out. I you know, know I know. <laughs> but you know, you're like, get out. Yeah. Get out. You can't... These people make aeroplanes. They can't mm. be... But it was just the way they were like... I don't know. It, it suddenly got a little bit... I don't know. It, it, sorry, I should explain a bit better. So it's Netflix, downfall of the downfall the case against boeing and it's essentially like jed said last week they make planes and then it's kind of where it all goes wrong and and just some of the decisions were jaw-dropping mm. so um no that's pretty much the only thing i've watched like uh, we ended up watching some stuff on disney plus with freddie over the weekend but yeah no nothing brand new but yeah i'm saving myself for all the good stuff that's coming out because there's tons of good stuff coming out this month yeah drive survivor 11th isn't it so um yeah i've made a note in my diary of all the things that i want to watch because <laughs> i forget what comes out what if i put on here is there one 
Oh, that's, that's Catch Me If You Can. I've already mentioned that. Um, oh, there's one movie called Windfall, uh, which also looks really good, which is out this month as well. So, yeah, I just feel like Netflix have got it all this month and I cannot wait uh, to get watching. But like Jed says, if you've got something that we definitely need to be watching, we're always open to suggestions. I think, what have you got? I think I've got Discovery Disney oh, Prime. I don't watch me. a lot on Prime. Yeah, I think I've got them all. God, I, don't have a, I, don't, I don't have a life. Uh, so we've pretty much got every platform covered. Um, I don't think I've got Apple TV. I think Apple TV is the only one I don't have, I don't think. Um, but yeah, so do get in touch. And if there's anything that you think Jed and I need to be watching. Yeah. So, um, yeah, do um, do get in touch with that. Or you can uh, remember tweet us with anything uh, at Miss Hayley Kay or at Jed Mills. Thanks for listening to The Jed and Haley Show, supporting Blackpool Grand Theatre.